0: Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast from Wrestling Meets Reality. I'm so sorry I've been absent the last few weeks. I know a lot has happened over the last few weeks, and I'm here to pick back up where I left off and talk about some wrestling news. I moved recently. I mentioned this in the last episode, and I got my office um, situation straight. I'll do a tour on um, the Facebook page in the next few Days or so, so you can see my new office. There's nothing too spectacular yet, I forgot to give you a little tour of my office now. Maybe in the whole house, we moved to a nice, bigger house. I'm loving it, and I got it in so here is basically my re-debut of the podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Today's episode is going to be about Rawls, or Dirty Bean Jill's low ratings crisis, and what can they do to fix it, because my issues I have... It's one that everyone else has been talking about, I'm gonna give two of them. And if they fix these two issues, maybe in three issues, the ratings will boom again. And we'll also, talk about how AEW is right around the corner and how this is very interesting based on WWE's current status. So, let's get into it. So, we're all um, last week. The rating they had was the lowest in raw history, according to reports I've read different places. They averaged, I think, 2.1 million, barely. They were under 2.2 million. And so that was the lowest in history, apparently. And the ratings issues has been going on for weeks, months, maybe in a year now. And they did the um, New Era stick, um, I think, late at the beginning of this year, they did that to boost ratings, and try to make the product fresher, and all that mess. Um, it did not work. And since they announced a new era, nothing's changed, Literally, nothing's changed. They had, sorry, signs going by. They had, um, next call-ups, they all fell flat. Literally, none of them is making me think, oh, I'm surprised that they're here. I'm just, I hate to see it. And, um, then they had more NC call-ups, they had superstar shake to called up the war, the Raiders are now known as the Viking Raiders. So it's all been a mess, it's all been a mess ever since they announced this new era, new change, nothing's changed, and they've had low ratings ever since, well, since, I'd say since 2017, their ratings have been hidden, getting hit gradually, and now it's reported that there be backstage personnel all in panic mode because of that, and as well as AEW's been around the corner, there's skilled competition, and it's going to be good, ladies and gentlemen, I do believe, and um, how can they fix the low ratings? Because there are two issues I know that um, people are talking about and I agree with, and that is three-hour rolls and continuity. Of the two biggest issues in WWE right now. There, there have been issues for years now. Three hour all, number one, the biggest issue is that. Typically, hour one has the most viewership. Hour two, is does okay. And hour three, plummets because of that. Because most of WWE's demographic are busy people. Everybody's busy. You have kids who watch it because they're in P- they're PG for kids. The kids watch it on Mondays. And if they have Hulu, then maybe they watch it on Tuesdays. I don't know. But being three hours on Monday nights, a school night, has been, been the biggest issue, I know. Because when I was younger, when I was in middle and high school when they did this, um, when they started doing the three hours, I was excited. I loved it. But I knew my grandma was like, I stayed with my grandparents at the time, that she's like, you can't stay up to, to 11 to watch it, because they tend to be at 11, 15, 11 and they'd be over. So they'd be over three hours, honestly. You can't stay up that late, you got to school in the morning, so I couldn't stay up late. That was the issue. That's the beginning of the issue, was when they did that, because kids can't stay up that late on school nights. Another one is people walk, and the adults that watch the episode, who watch every week, they have to get up early. Like my dad, when I was younger, he would get up at about 3 a.m. to go to work. And if you're watching wrong until 11, 11.30, and you got to get up at work at 3, that's not much hours of sleep. So, I knew that was an issue, again, because what? work. So, that third hour has never been a success. To my knowledge, while they okay, had success maybe once or twice, not many. You can count on two hands how much much success they have on the third hour. They tried making big angles, closing the show. They talked about the angles after the fact, but no one one stuck around much because of life. And they were stuck in this third hour cycle because due to the contract with um, USA Network and all that, they've been doing it ever since. And that's the biggest issue is three hours is a lot of wrestling. And because of that, the product now is garbage. Garbage. They're be creative based as a mindset but they can't book for three hours. Because Raw is predominantly was a two hour show. They could do two hours no problem. But at a third hour, I feel like like, a computer trying to do too much. And then just either shuts down or explodes or something. That's how creative was, and they said, oh, boy, a third hour. And ever since, in the last two years, WWE Creative is not smart. WWE Creative cannot book a storyline if they tried. When they have, like, instead of the Kobe Kieson storyline, they've had success with some. But the good storylines and the bad storylines, if you had columns. The bad Storyline section would be warehouses full. They have good storylines hidden here and there. It's not much to the point where you want to watch the product. That gets into the second part, continuity. Continuity is key, is progression in a storyline and how it plays into the longevity of the show. Growing up, you'd have storylines like The Rock and Steve Austin, um, Steve Austin and Vince, for example. After the feud was over, every time they met in the in the years afterwards, you knew about their future, their feud, I mean. And they even touched on it. Every time Steve Austin sees Vince in the ring, he sons him now, <laughs> still. So it hints back to that. Okay, continuity lasted all these years. That was a great continuity back then. Nowadays, continuity on the window. For example, one that infuriated me was the last SHIELD reunion. Because in October, when the Marines Went down with leukemia, unfortunately. Dean turned heel on Seth Rollins. It was the best turn of the year for me, in my opinion. And, um, months later, in February, I believe when it was, Dean turned face again, was teaming with Seth again in Roman, in the final chapter and all that. So you're telling me that Dean turned heel on Seth and within five months, all the brothers are back, the bands back together, the Hound of Justice back together, fist pumped. This stuff for days. They had Seth Rollins forget all what he did to him. Even even that, when Seth turned on Dean in two thousand fourteen, Roman they got back together again a few years later. Continuity is not there no more. They they just build these book storylines to last and okay, let's go from here. It doesn't play into the. It doesn't play into it no more. Continuity is not a factor to the point which. WWE posted a job position months ago, a few months ago, looking for a continuity personnel, something or other, to keep track of that. That's a bad sign right there, ladies and gentlemen, that WWE came and kept track of their own storylines. They basically book a storyline, okay, we're done, cool, keep going. And that's bad booking, bad, bad booking. That, with the three hours in a WWE is garbage now. Very bad television. Now it's sad. I play WWE 2 19 with friends and matches. We do. We have continuity. Let's say I play with a guy. Means three other people we used to play together sometimes. If I cost a guy the match in one match, he's mad at me for the rest of the get us all time playing. That's good continuity. WWE wouldn't do that. They can't do that no more. It seems, and that's very bad. That and three hour booking for all, especially. That's why ratings are bad. Nobody cares. There's no reason to tune in. Someone said recently that you could tune in to WWE here and there at any point in time and you wouldn't miss a beat. You would not miss a beat because storylines also are drug out. That's not continuity, that's desperation. An example is Baron Corbin's stuff. Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, they've been together since October, basically, since Roman Reigns left. And it's, if you watched Roman Reigns' farewell stuff, let's you tune back in when he returned when he was a few, back in February. Who was still there? Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, basically. Nothing changed. No storylines progressed. No new storylines were happening. They literally had the same storylines for... Six months, because when the Shield got back together, they fought who Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. They did that at the last at the, paper, the last pay per view they were, were at together. I think it was the Fastlane pay per view where they did that. Then they had their "quote unquote" final chapter against who the same three people. That's bugged me for days. That's bad booking. <laughs> In the farewell chapter, you could have done any three people. You could have brought their spirit area for it, or anybody else. But you did the same match, the same three people, the same, basically the same way. So Derby is garbage now. And I know I'd say that growing up, I was a Derby fan for life. I didn't know about the backstage politics, stuff like that. And I'm, being that way, I'm not, that's good for me, being a fan. Is I don't take things blindly. I know some people consider this being too like overreactive and all that, but knowing how they are on the back, even if I didn't know that, being a fan just watches and don't go on the subdutch sheet sites or anything like that. If I watched it like this week after week, I would be even more bored or even more more distraught because I've seen the same thing for months on end, and it's just bad. For example, the ratings are gotten so bad tonight on Raw as I'm recording this. A lot of the SmackDown stars are coming back to Raw just for one night only. Roman Reigns, it's got quote unquote unfinished, unfinished business to do on Raw. Guess what? I bet you, every all the money I have, not really betting, but I bet he's gonna be fighting who? Drew McIntyre or Baron Corbin? I guarantee that's gonna be the main event: but Roman Reigns versus one and two men. A match that we've seen numerous times. If you're tuning in to Raw tonight and you haven't watched it in, like, what, three months, you'd see the same matches, I guarantee it. Maybe maybe a couple new, but if you've watched faithfully over the last few months, it'd be the same matches, same storylines. Because they're not progressing, it's stalemate with everything. And they think that Roman Reigns and the SmackDown stars, basically everyone that got shook up on SmackDown from Raw is going to be on Raw tonight. That's going to be it. To boost ratings. And I guarantee you that the ratings are not going to go well tonight just because of that. And um, it's sad. It's sad. And so what can the solution be? One, travel raw. Two, continuity. That's in the discussion, honestly. That's the two things they can do to solidify anything. Is have better storylines, better progression, better continuity. Make it interesting. Nothing. I care about nothing going on right now. I don't. While the match with AJ Styles is going to be a phenomenal match, I hope. I don't care for it. I'll, I'm excited to see the two guys go. That's it. There's no storyline that makes me want, oh, I can't wait to see these two clash. I was like, oh, boy, these two can conf- fight. I've seen them wrestle. They're very good to- apart, so they should be very good together. Again, another scary issue because I thought that about Shinsuke and AJ. That's one of the worst feuds I've ever seen, surprisingly. I thought that match, those that feud would be great. When the on came to turn the heel, I was super excited. But every match the two had, I, they fell flat. So I had no high hopes for Seth and AJ either, but I'm hoping. But as far as races go, there's nothing to care about. There's nothing to draw your attention to. There's no, oh, Roman Reigns is coming back to Raw after being drafted, what, two weeks ago. Don't care about nothing. I'm not watching Raw tonight. I watch highlights probably or read Dutch sheets, but I don't care about it. And there's a lot. A lot that W has to do to get me to care again, and to get fans to care again, because I know I hear good things about Raw from very few people. There's one guy who, who praises Raw regardless, but most people I know, they dog Raw because it's bad now, which gets me to the next section of the next segment of this episode, what is AEW going to do now? Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. So, AEW is debuting this month with Double or Nothing on May 25th, I believe. And this has been the talk as well with the raw ratings and issues with WWE ratings and talents wanting to leave. And all that, AEW is the most anticipated promotion ever (laughs) that I can think of. And it's just crazy to how like how this is turning out, and people are getting mad, especially WWE fanboys. They've call, been called in the past; those who are hardcore fans are saying, "Well, AEW's not going to do well so we WWE over again," and all that. And there's a flip side to the, a coin to this issue. You have a, well, WWE's not doing good, so AEW will. Flourish and the other side is with AEW, WWE should be getting better. And it's crazy to me because we're under three weeks away from the double or nothing event, and WWE has not even tried to do any better. It's reported that people backstage are worried of AEW and that earlier on Vince McMahon was not taking him as a threat. And it seems like that's changing, but nothing's changing as far as the product goes to make us okay is getting cool again, they're, doing, they're getting better, because of AEW's coming about, and they're not doing that, so with that being said, if I'm able to, I will be watching Double or Nothing, if I can, somehow, because I'm excited for AEW, I'm excited for something fresh, something new, something different, I know people like, love people love New Japan, I know got really into that some, I watched some of the matches, with King Omega and all that, those were fantastic matches, yeah, there's a good alternatives, but I never could get New Japan on a weekly basis. Uh, I used to, like, back in 2006 and 2007, TNA was great, I thought. It was very different than WWE was. I loved it back then. I used to watch TNA every Thursday on Spike when I was younger, too. It was good to have alternatives and not just watch Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I know a guy just watches Raw and that's it. It's good to have alternatives. And AEW being in the States, is a be more likely I can watch that somehow. Um, I'm gonna look into that once so I figure out what they're going on TV deal. But don't know this will be on pay per view. I don't know if they're gonna have a streaming service or uh, not. If they do, I'm gonna get that quick. That's my that's my thing they're gonna do. AEW, Cody, whoever's in charge of that, they're gonna make it to where you can watch AEW's weekly episodes on more than just cable because a lot of people do Hulu and Netflix and streaming services. So I got a feeling they're gonna be doing something like that. Have their own way-, way you can watch it anytime without hitting a cable subscription that's my prediction so AEW debuting how does that impact WWE? it does greatly because last week we all had like I said 2.1 some uh, million views that's low to them with AEW just around the corner a lot of people have saying that they're going to give it a try. So I feel AEW for at least the first, I'd say, what, five, six months, they're going to have killer views, killer ratings. I predict it. How long is it going to the, Everybody's saying that it's going to feel so loud. We'll see. We'll see. It might feel so loud. It might, it might not. If they have a product that's consistent, if they have a product that has continuity, and it's, I think also, I think they'll be doing two-hour events. That's going to show that two-hour wrestling is all you need to keep viewers, to keep interest. Because three-hour Raw, like I said, is not good. And I think basically everything Derby's doing that's bad, AEW's going to do the opposite, which is good. Have continuity storylines. They're going to have maybe storylines from other promotions boil over here at AEW. Um, two-hour Raw, excuse me, two-hour um uh weekly events. Jim Ross on commentary. Um, I remember seeing some of Jim saying that he he has more freedom here than he did WWE. They probably can give Jim Ross just his own creative. He can talk about how he wants, he can react like he wants. I think Jim Ross will be amazing. I've always loved Jim Ross on commentary. And it seems that since he his last few times in WWE, it held him back. It feels like he was not excited to be there. I know his wife passed away, so that could be a factor, too. I hated after Jim so much. I hurt my heart so much to see about his wife passing. So, Jim, if you're listening for some reason, praying for you about that still. But in AEW, Jim's going kind to of more creative out here, and it'll to be good to see him on commentary. I, I I think him and um I can't remember the other guys' names on commentary, so will be good together. Um, But AEW... It's a refresh air for wrestling fans, especially if you watch like if you're in the States and you don't watch foreign promotions, then that's a good alternative state state And I'm excited for that. Like I said, I don't know where they're gonna be, I don't know what they're gonna be doing, but I am very interested and I plan on watching AEW double nothing if I can. If it's televised. It should be, but we'll see. Um so yeah, AEW I might sound like a fanboy for them right now. I'm not leaning towards AEW over WWE. I'm leaning towards AEW to make WWE better. Because WWE, like I said now, is stale. It's not good. I even say garbage. And AEW will be a threat to them because a lot of people are mad. A lot of people are upset with them. A lot of people are tired of all this nonsense they call wrestling shows. While the wrestlers themselves are great, you have AJ Styles, um, Kobe Rhodes has been back, been amazing. Daniel Byrne back is one of my favorites now. That talent can only go so far. You have to have creative booking and continuity, and it's just a lot missing. And WWE, for being in the wrestling business for this long, should not be in this predicament. They should be well-seasoned by now and you have everything down-packed. It, seems, it feels like a WWE just started two, three years ago. It feels like they are on, they're on newborn babies trying to walk. And they've been in this business for over two decades. So that's a shame if you look at it that way. They've been around for us since 1997. They've got a lot of time under on, on their belt. And they've gotten worse. And there's a lot of issues I can stem into this, but I don't make this video super long. But there's a lot of issues. There's many issues going into detail. If you want to hear my like my, my full spectrum of issues, let me know and I will do that in the future. But if you want to see it, you got to support the podcast on any anchor, or anywhere to show your love because that takes time and energy. So if you want to see my full spectrum outburst, because this, ain't, this, ain't, this is the scratch and settle of my issues. Cause I pay close attention. I this is where wrestling meets reality. This is what this podcast is about. Where wrestling meets reality, and the reality is, WWE is not good anymore. They're going backwards. I feel they're acting like I said. It feels like they're new to the business when they're not. And people are so excited for AEW because one, Cody Rhodes is Dusty Rhodes' son. Dusty Rhodes is one of the best minds of the business, and all oh, excuse me, all that. It's just so much hype because Cody Rhodes is a good mind for business. And I think AEW is going to be um, just as good. While there are issues with AEW I might discuss in a future episode, um, it's not it's not many as with WWE. There are a few. But with AEW coming about, I got a feeling that by the end of the year, WWE is going to be picking up the pace. They're gonna be doing. They're gonna do whatever it takes to keep the views, because I know AEW is gonna be hard off the press as soon as they start, because they're anticip- highly anticipated. So, how? So I, I went on a big binge and went away from the whole question. How can AEW help WWE? They can make them better because competition helps make the other people better. Because like with WCW, WWE has some of the, was was doing bad, range below. And that's that's because WCW, though. Now ratings are low, and you don't have them to blame. That's the crazy part, is they have no one else to blame. You can't blame uh, ratings of other promotions, or, like, football kills WWE every year, because people love football. People love action and progression. Even football has progression, it's crazy. Um... But WWE is against themselves now. It's WWE versus WWE because their booking and issues is just piling up to where no one cares no more. And AEW, I might sound like a broken fanboy record. AEW is going to be a breath of fresh air. It's going to be something that, new and different. It's going to be great. So, WWE has a lot of work to do. And AEW is going to be the kick in the tail that they need, I know. The desperate kick in the rear end that they need to do better and be better. Because they can be better. But there's a lot of issues holding back. So what do you think about all this? The low ratings crisis. AEW coming about in three weeks. And all that. Let me know in the comments below. Or tweet me at t 61794 about it. I'm going to do a video soon about AEW's issues. Since they're, they're a new promotion. I'm going to give them some time and some love. And not talk about WWE solely. So thanks for listening to today's episode. Have a great day guys. I'll talk to you in the next one.